0: Trump versus Iran, no more £10,000 fines, and the publication of fake obituaries. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Tuesday, November 17th. Before we start, a quick Daily Briefing update. We're rapidly racing towards our 100th episode of The Daily Briefing. And to celebrate, we're doing a live stream where I'll present the 100 craziest, funniest and weirdest news stories of 2020. To get that live stream ready though, we need your help collating the stories. So if you know of any stories, email them over to us at dailybriefing at tldrnews.co.uk. Every story of yours we use will enter you into a draw to win one of five copies of our book, Brexit the Colouring Book. So submit your stories for your chance to win. Also, if you just want to watch along at 6pm on November 30th, then you can head over to the live stream event right now and click the button to be notified when we go live. There's a link to that in the description. Thank you so much for your support. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we take a look at what President Trump has been up to since the presidential election. While the media is focused on the news about Trump's refusal to concede the election and his unfounded claims of electoral fraud, it's not true that that's all he's been up to. In addition to this, he's also been discussing with generals the possibility of launching a strike against Iran before he leaves the White House in January. It's been revealed that the president has been looking into the options available to him for striking Iran's nuclear sites. While this reportedly was his aim, his advisors dissuaded him on the basis that such action would likely lead to a larger conflict in the Middle East. Despite the fact that the president as yet has not acted on his presumed intention to strike Iranian nuclear sites, the Iranian government has put out a statement condemning the idea. Ali Rabaye, an Iranian government spokesperson, said that any action against the Iranian nation would certainly face a crushing response. Trump has had a difficult relationship with Iran for his entire presidency, with friction only increasing when he pulled the U.S. out of the Iran nuclear deal, imposing huge sanctions on the country. Iran and other nations in favor of the deal seem to hope that normality may resume if Biden gets behind the resolute desk. To be fair to Trump, though, he did initially campaign in 2016 on the promise to pull the US out of the deal. So ultimately, he was just delivering on what he said he'd do. Regardless, with Trump in the White House for a couple more months, we could be in for an even more eventful end to the Trump presidency than we'd anticipated. In the second story today, we move back to the UK to discuss the ever complained about lockdown rules and punishments. While many of us are following the rules and understand the necessity for them to be enforced, some clearly don't. This results in some people flouting the rules excessively over the last few months, hosting house parties and large gatherings. The government and police have therefore felt it necessary to implement punishments to dissuade people from flouting the rules. The most extreme example of this in the UK was a £10,000 fine that can be given to an event organiser for breaking lockdown rules. Today though, the National Police Chiefs Council has announced that they'll no longer be issuing such fines due to the fact that people can appeal them and often end up paying a lot less following an agreement in court. The alternative approach that's been proposed is to take each mass lockdown breaker to court to have their ability to pay means tested this approach will take a little while to implement. So for now, the police are simply suspending fines and taking people straight to court instead. To be clear, this isn't the police suddenly going soft and allowing people to get away with lockdown breaches. It's them trying to ensure that fines are actually paid and that the size of the fine is fair and proportionate. In the final story today, we head over to France to look at a radio station that's mistakenly published a bunch of obituaries of people who are very much still alive. The list of obituaries published includes Queen Elizabeth II, former US President Jimmy Carter, former footballer Pele, and actor and director Clint Eastwood. While it's common for news outlets to write obituaries long before a person dies so that they can be as quick as possible to publish upon the unfortunate event of their death, it's particularly uncommon for these to be published while they're still alive. Upon realising their mistake, the radio station apologised and confirmed that around 100 obituaries had prematurely been published. We hope that all of those featured in the publications are well and that they don't see the articles online again anytime soon. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing.